Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch chan co-host Calder Ness. This episode, we're going to be talking about some light news as well as a super cool event that's going to happen this year at Worlds in Memphis, Tennessee, as well as do a brand new Thread Dead Redemption and answer some listener questions. This is episode 480. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks now. HeroClix is brought to you in part by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Also, head on over to Shop.WizKids.com. Our code is DIALH10 to get you 10% off most HeroClix items. It won't apply to non-HeroClix items, pre-orders, iconics, or select figures, like Scott Porter. But you can do any shopping you want at Shop.WizKids.com. Joining me, like always, in the studio is Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Ooh, yeah. Feeling fresh and freaky for this episode. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, what made you uh, made you happy this week, my man? Was it being fresh and freaky? It was. You know, I went to Subway, nice. and I said I'd like the fresh ah. and freaky combo. Um, I don't know if you've... So is that, is that when you go to Jimmy John's and you get some freaky fast and then subway you get the fresh part or how how is this how does this work it is so you go to jimmy john's you ask for the day old bread but for Mm. them to scoop out like the the middle of the bread so costs about like 50 cents and then you ask for a side well actually i mean it takes like five sides of jimmy john's kicking ranch and so you get (laughs) that big old tub of that and then you go to Subway, and you just get one of every cheese, one of every meat. You toast it on Jimmy John's bread. You put that Jimmy John's kicking ranch on it. When they ask you if you want vegetables, you just start screaming until they give it to you, and you can walk out of the store. And uh, yeah, that's the freaky okay. fresh, just awesome, awesome sandwich. It it's awful tasting. But uh, you know, right? It's, it's free. just is it? It's free. Yeah, it's freaky fresh. Freaky and really, free. it's and really, it's part of the experience to just scream at the top of your lungs yeah. incoherently until they just give you the sandwich and they let you leave. Yeah, I learned this from so, Zoomers that I live near. They taught me how oh to gosh. do this. They said if you just scream at like any public servant or, um, you know. Con- customer service kind of representative person they'll uh, yeah. eventually just let you leave with whatever you want and so i tried it and honestly yeah, it turns out that's that's pretty true if you also just kind of ignore whatever they're saying and just continue to <laughs> walk either either away. in an area you're not supposed to be into or leaving the store with something you're not supposed to be leaving with you're also probably in the clear uh if you just ignore if you just ignore them like they're they, not there they they're legally not. can't stop you they legally can't stop yeah. you they, they legally cannot stop you from either uh yeah from leaving with their products and or entering a part of the store they're too they feel too safe behind the counter i've learned and so if you just completely ignore them once you're out of uh eye shot they just they just give up 
it's really it's really crazy it's really interesting it's like a dinosaur almost in that way yeah uh, it's like it's yeah. Pretty, it's pretty once cool. you breach their doors like they're like ah my my policy says i'm not allowed to tackle you in the parking lot right. so i guess enjoy your big screen tv and uh subway sandwich Yep, exactly. Uh, listener, don't don't do uh, don't do any of that. Listener, please don't please don't be rude to customer service people. Please don't steal. I I feel like shouldn't have to say this because that was definitely clearly a joke. Uh, but for those that, that may have missed that it's a joke, uh, don't do those things. Um, definitely don't eat at Subway. Oof, that's a definitely don't eat at Jimmy John's. No, if you're gonna combine two fast food places, there's better options than Jimmy John's yeah. and Subway. I don't know exactly what they are, but have you have you ever done any of the fast food combinations before? There's a whole website devoted to to some of these. Uh, we used to do the so not necessarily a fast food combination, but we used to back in my day do the like McChicken sandwiched between two McDoubles. Oh, okay. I've had that. I actually have had that. That's really yeah. Good. So that was like a big one where that was like a a cheat co- code for like the a world cheat code, yeah, that like McDonald's people had unlocked. Code. Turned it like it's not bad. It no. tastes exactly how you would expect it to taste, which is like I mean, two cheeseburgers and then like a weird breaded chicken a sandwich. Ch- chicken in sandwich in, yeah. in the middle of a cheeseburger. Like, yeah, that's exactly what it tastes like. I after it being hyped up for years, I was expecting more, and that's what it ended up being like. But like that was my generation. This new generation has like a whole. Apparently, there's like, I don't, I don't know if they're vloggers or if it's podcasters or what, okay. but there's an entire community of people that do this like challenge where you have to go through like the, you have to go through like 15 different drive-throughs. And you just order whatever the car in front of you ordered, and you have to eat whatever it is. And so wow. you're only allowed to do two dessert drive-throughs, which would be like a Krispy Kreme or like Cold Stone or like whatever. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. So like th- you're only allowed to do two of those, and then there's like a few that you have to do, which one mm-hmm. of them's KFC. So there's like a chance. I could be a lot of food. Yeah, there's a chance that the person in front of you ordered like a bucket or more of chicken. Yeah. But there's like also a, a chance yeah. that they ordered like like a small chicken strip basket and you get to split that between like the few people in the car. Sure. But like I, I was having this explained to me and I was like, this sounds insanely one dumb, like a waste of time and money. Yeah, just like drive, I have better things to do than drive around. Yeah, just driving to different as like, like some of the food is getting cold. Yeah, the longer you do this. Oh no, like, like you have yeah. to eat it between. Like that's oh, that's part of the between. challenge. Oh, I thought the part of the challenge is you have nice to eat all video, the food. Like do a nice video at the end where it's like oh our no no no, board. there's no nice video. You, <laughs> it's just this is like a constant stream of calories. Yeah, like this. Um. But yeah, apparently, like it's it is somewhat fun. I haven't watched any of these, but I do. I appreciate the idea. It's just at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't know if I'm willing to do that. And then also, like, like, especially like thinking about the closest places in Omaha to me, it'd be like going through Arby's, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna take whatever the person in front of me got, and they're like, oh, they got like the the retirement home special which is like sauerkraut extra kraut and ah, then two yes. pickles instead of buns and then extra horseradish and i'll be like 
yep, that sounds like what someone would order in this drive-thru. And then I'd get to, like, Burger King, and it'd be like, ah, yeah, the person in front of you was, like, drunk, and they ordered 15 McDoubles, but we just gave them oh, two double cheeseburgers instead. Or so, I don't know. Awkward. Yeah. Yep. I don't like that. Sounds like a fun well, challenge. Maybe we'll... We might try that in Memphis. Maybe... Yeah, maybe... Oh, gosh. Not 15, but Man, maybe, like... Going to... Maybe, like, five... Honestly, Four? I'd feel pretty. I'd feel pretty safe going to cookout, being like, whatever they had, I'll have because yeah. it's all good. You I'll end up with like with four shakes and seven sandwiches for twenty. Hey, bucks. Four shakes is four shakes is already what I was going to order anyways. So that's that works out perfectly well. Uh, but for real though, what made you happy this week, my man? Oh, what made me happy this week? Since it's been posted on Facebook, I can say it out loud. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I helped my sister get engaged. Oh. My my future brother-in-law asked for not my hand in marriage, but he asked for my help in marriage. And uh. so he mostly just needed me to like be uh like a living mannequin to like watch over their cute little picnic area because it was in like a public park and he had to go pick her up and like surprise her with it. So it was mostly that, but then I I was also like the videographer. I tried to like sneak up on him and like while he was um setting like the scene and stuff like that. So that was really fun. It was really cute. I'm happy for her. Uh this is my second sister to get married, I'm waiting on a third and then uh after that, you know, that's that's it for the siblings. All three of the siblings that can get married will have gotten married. So, uh, no, it was very, very sweet. <laughs> something I've been looking forward to for her for a while, just like because I know that's something that she wants. And so, like, I was, I was happy for her because she got that experience or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I was happy to be a part of it. I was happy to be included in the planning and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that was, I don't know. I can't really go into more detail than that. It was it was just a yeah, no, fun I mean, little haha, we got you. Like scaring somebody except the the scary part is like haha, now you're getting married. Like, you know, haha, you're engaged. Of like, instead you of a skeleton tough. behind you or something, it's like haha, a ring oh, on your finger. Ah, it's a little silly. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason I just had thought he was going to ask you to do something billboard related. Like, <laughs> please, will you marry me X? And it's like, oh, I will marry you. Why? But it's like, no. All right. I was really, I was really hoping for some big billboard flashy stuff. But, like, I mean, that's I really, still, it's still cool. I really need your help. Can you put this on a billboard? I want it yeah. to say, will you? Yeah. That w- I mean, to be fair. We would definitely do that. Uh, yeah, but also see. to be fair, like, not nearly as romantic. That was probably, that was one of my things. I was probably like, probably not. What's no, the I least romantic not. way to ask for someone to like you know marry you or like you know propose to someone? I guess is the way you would say it. Um, the only thing I could come up with is unless you both are sports people and you've both been going to sports games or sport events for a long time, randomly taking your significant other to like a sporting event to have said sporting event like propose for you is probably like the worst way in my opinion mm. i've seen if too they don't many like yeah if they don't like whatever football baseball whatever it is and you're really passionate about it and you've always wanted to be one of those people that like up on the jumbotron look it's on us 
there's 30,000 people watching. You have to say yes. What are you doing? You have to say yes. Ooh. You know, it's like, oh, this is really awkward, man. If like, you say no, 50,000 people will boo you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, I could see if you both love baseball or whatever. It's like, ah, it's really cool. It's really romantic. But if it's just like your thing and you like whatever propose to her there and she's like, I just go to the baseball game because you want to go to the baseball game, bro. Like, I don't care about baseball. Like, that's that's horrible. Well, and it's it's different pretty, when I did it rough. to like Rhea Ripley uh, at SmackDown because like she was uh, performing at the time, so like obviously she had yeah. some performance anxiety and didn't want to say yes. But like <sighs> I'm gonna keep trying. Um, so yep. obviously she's Oof. like into me. So like you know she like looked me in the eyes when I did it. So like you know that was the first time we met. But like obviously, <laughs> obviously. Geez. But I mean, you look someone in the eyes when you love them. So. Yeah, it's it true. It makes sense. It makes sense. Basically, was, I mean, basically. Yeah? I mean, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, it's pretty awesome. Uh, what made me happy this last week, it was actually a bunch of things. It was a great week, and I should really say it was just an amazing uh, weekend. But one of the biggest things that I just got to do quick shout-out, the finale for this year's, I shouldn't say this year's Captain America run, but the, the Captain America run that was happening this year, and I really should grab it so I can shout out the writers and the artists and everything because they man they're an amazing team uh they had the finale for it and what a what a great way to end it oh my gosh like one of the best captain america runs i've read literally since secret empire since before secret empire and they did everything it wasn't it wasn't awful like the 2020 2019 2021 captain america run which a lot of the captain american avengers set is based off of like it wasn't garbage like how that was literal garbage uh this was actually incredible this the writer actually cared about steve rogers his relationship uh his friendships with uh bucky barnes with sam wilson with old invaders um we saw him use aspects of Steve's life that so many people forget about, and it was incredible. And it was a love letter to any Captain America fan that I've been reading for the past, like, 10 years of Captain America comics. And I was like, wow, to see so many things pulled from so many different places uh, used in one event was just incredible. And I absolutely loved it. And I hope we get some of these figures in Hero Books soon because it would be really awesome because we saw some really cool new variations of people as well as some new people that I really enjoyed. Uh, especially like with the way Bucky was his his metal arm was like a super weird hyper technology metal arm instead of just like oh yeah it's an arm but metal it was like Mr. Fantastic stretchy it could make a knife it could oh, make yeah. a bunch of little thready deals that I mean, could go do technology like R2D2 stuff he just R2D2'd yeah. a computer and I'm like oh okay I guess to be fair in Marvel technology is advanced to like ridiculous levels right like so blame, I would blame love... tony stark just like in dc you can blame mm. anyone that has like some sort of like faster than light response time it's you uh, blame yeah, flash it's... anyone that has like some sort of ridiculous technology you blame tony stark like he's been like doing symbiotic robotic whatever weird, like whatever weird things yeah so that comic was amazing and then Real quick, shout out to my family. My mom came down this weekend, and we hung out at Spielbound uh, on Sunday. It was a grand old time. This is where I learned that you can just walk past someone. Uh, Sir, you need a pass. Sir, you need a pass. Sir, you need a pass. And I just walked past him. Like, hey, mom, did you get me a pass? She's like, oh, no, you have to tell them. I was like, oh, okay. I walked back up. Well, you're back, sir. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to see if I had a pass. Anyways, uh, they paid for me. And they're like, okay, cool. And I was like, yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, but we played, and I was really excited for this. 
we played villainous star wars villainous so yeah. you know there's, there's there's disney villainous which i just love the mechanics of villainous i love disney's villainous but i don't care about disney that much like the main core set of Disney Villainous has one villain I even care about in it. And then there are some expansions. So like to find like the actual perfect set of villains I would even enjoy playing is very limited in Disney Villainous. The Marvel Villainous set has Marvel villains, which we all know and pseudo love. It's, it doesn't have any of my favorite Marvel villains. It's got some weird random ones. But Marvel Villainous really sucks. It takes forever. And all of the villains' objectives are way too complicated. Um, and there's also this other extra stuff they add that is also way complicated. So I'm like, dang, I really wanted Marvel Villainous to be good, but it's super complicated. It takes way too long, and I kind of wasn't have a, having a fun time, which is tough. So when I finally saw they were making Star Wars Villainous, I was like, okay, yeah, General Grievous, Darth Vader, Moth Gideon, Asaz Ventress, whatever. These are all these are all baller. These are all great villains. Like Star Wars really has no bad villains. These are all pretty solid. I. I definitely want to see if they're good, if if it's a fun game, or if it's like yeah. Marvel villainous and kind of sucks. Not grievous. And it was awesome to collect more lightsabers, right? That's like his whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He just he just needs eight lightsabers. That's yeah. it. <laughs> but like, it's like I want a lightsaber for every hand. Yep, that's literally I want. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Grievous is. I played Grievous. I was like, okay, he's probably the simplest one here. And because I've got to teach the other two people the game, I probably should have chose someone more complicated, but I was like, ah, whatever. I want to play Grievous. He's the coolest. Anyways, I, I like General Grievous. He's a baller. Uh, anyways, so I did win. Spoiler alert. It's pretty easy when all you have to do is collect eight lightsabers. I will say he has some tough cards that mess you up really badly. Like lose a lightsaber, lose a light. He's got like a million lose a lightsaber like cards, which is really, really tough in his uh, fate deck. So, but no, the Star Wars version of Villainous is great. It just has an extra thing where instead of having just power, it has both ambition and credits versus just power, which is your money and you spend it. Ambition is used for whatever ambition-y things where it's like, oh, I finally achieved my goal type of stuff. And then credits is used for like, paying for allies and whatnot so i really enjoyed it i thought it was great and i got I'm glad i was able to try it out at spielbound before i bought it and i'm definitely going to buy it maybe when it goes on sale or something at coolstuffing.com i don't know we'll see we also attempted to play roots which looked like a really cool cute game with funny little rabbits and cats and raccoons and it is way way too complicated and i did not we barely we did the little thing where it just tells you how to take your first two turns and i'm like oh this is it's like telling somebody you're gonna charge why oh just because you're gonna charge that's you you want to charge blades and they don't actually understand how the game is played so this is really not a great way to teach people <laughs> how to play the game um sorry roots developers but you're you're just here we'll just tell you how to take your two turns and then after that you should know how to play it and it's like no if someone told me, here, I'm going to tell you exactly how to take two turns in Heroclix, all right, now play the rest of the game, I, I would be completely lost, which is exactly what happened when my family attempted to play Root, and we quickly put it back in the box and said, well, it looked really cute, but it's got like a million tokens and a bunch of garbage that we have no idea what's going on, so we're not going to play it. But it was a grand old time. Love playing board games with the family, so it was a great weekend. It was a great time. And there's a ton more stuff I could talk about, but I'm not going to. It was just a great, great, grand old time. Yeah, I was. Gonna say, there's no time at Spielbound that's bad. Yeah. Oh it's, no. It's a library oh, for board games. It's awesome. It's so... You get to try out like, you get to try out a bunch of stuff before you ever even consider buying it. 
Um, yeah. I should probably go there more often because I, I end up buying or kickstarting like way too many board games just on like, oh, it's a game about birds and like you collect feathers to make them fly faster. That sounds great. And then I get it and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't actually got feather light yet, but I'm assuming that's what it's going to be like when I get oh, feather light because I pre-ordered it. So I assume once I get it. It'll be about collecting feathers and going fast. Of course. Of course it is. I will say the Spielbound also has the Marvel Zombicide Galactus on display. Ooh. Their price is a little much. I'm not going to lie. It's yeah. a little, little more snappy than what's on eBay. Um, they're asking kind of a lot. But to finally see it in person, oh, okay, I get it now. I understand that it, it's pretty It's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Wish it was yeah. painted. But man, they're not even unpaid. They're not really a retailer, so it makes sense that like their price is higher. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, to be fair, that, that Zombicide Galactus, if you kickstarted it at like cool. the level to get him, I think that was four hundred dollars. Like was the it? level okay. The Kickstarter level to get him, I think, was four hundred dollars minimum. Um that's assuming that you backed him on time. So like at this point, now that the, that it's uh, over. The Kickstarter's over. Yeah, like maybe the price isn't actually too bad. Yeah, maybe not. Oh, there's still a cheaper one on eBay with free shipping. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> it's still a good price to just like walk in. It's like a fine price. It's a fine price. Sure. It's a fine price. Yeah. It's to fine. see it, to see it in person, I was like, well. Also, it did not need to have a super cool that big of a base too. Like that's just going above and beyond. That looks gnarly. Nice. Very. Imp- I was very impressed. Very it's impressed super by dope. It. All right, let's go ahead and jump into some Hero Clicks news. Ladies and gentlemen, we have probably some of the coolest news we could share with you on the podcast this week. This is a is a big announcement for all of you that are going to be going to Worlds in September. This is going to be happening the day before, so Wednesday night on the 13th. Ah, oh, Simeon, this is just so cool. We, Dial H for Hero Clicks, so Simeon, Ian, and I, will all be there Wednesday night, the 13th, for a little bit of a pre-Worlds kickoff event. This will be in the main hall. So if you are familiar with Worlds, it is where they do the fan appreciation event. So we don't quite get to go into the full convention center, but it's going to be in that hall, which is a pretty grand old time. There's lots of good seating. It's pretty fun. And we're going to be playing some Bad Sam. We're going to be playing some hero clicks jeopardy and some more games we're gonna have just if you show up you get a hero clicks prize pretty yeah. fun as well as some really cool prizes for the winners of these events so and if you're go ahead oh i don't want to interrupt you too much uh number one we're not expecting a ton of people because it is the day before any actual events go off but we have enough prizing that literally however many people show up will probably end up with at least one prize, if not two. Yeah. I mean, guaranteed one prize per person that walks in the door, but possibly more than one prize per person that walks in the door. And I'm not going to say it's like a prize that's, you know, going to knock your socks off, be like worth coming in a day early, et cetera, et cetera. But I think if you enjoy listening to us, if you enjoy, you know, if you've heard Bad Sam or you were during one of our lives, you saw the like Heroclix Jeopardy 
it's something to do on a night where you don't have anything else to do because it's it's the Wednesday night where like no events are going on so it's either right. like go downtown in Memphis or hang out with us and get some free prizing kind of thing and we potentially will have some extra prizing on top of the prizing that oh. we already know about so we might yeah. guaranteed a a convention exclusive uh not convention exclusive uh, it's it's in a box yeah it's it, I don't not a it's a wko prize from yesterday prize figure yeah yeah so that's guaranteed and then on top of that we don't know if there will be additional pricing we don't know if there will be any kind of previews for us but we do know that like at minimum if you walk in that door you'll be handed a exclusive prize from a wko of yesteryear kind of thing and uh if you stick around and you hang out and you play some games with us, then you have the potential the to more win prizes. more. Yeah. And it'll be a blast. If you play Bad Sam, it's a very simple hero who's guessing game. I want to do the Bad Samaritan World Championship there. A handful of people from our Discord are going to be there. They know the most how to play the game. You've heard it here on the podcast, podcast a handful of times. So... I think three rounds to get three qual three qualifying rounds. And then we have our three winners of those rounds will then face off in a fourth and final round to be claimed the world bad Samaritan champion, which is really just a hero clicks guessing game. So really, you know, what yeah. do you, how much do you know about hero clicks? It'll be fun. And you can win all sorts of cool prizes and you just have a blast with Simeon Ian and I, we'll just, we'll just be hanging out, talking, say, playing. Uh, depending on how many people show up, we might also just, you know, completely like divert into just like sitting there shooting the like, you know, the breeze breeze about like, hey, <laughs> it's, it's worlds, it's Memphis. Like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing tomorrow? Like, what are you guys yeah. looking forward to? Like, you know, we might just like hang out, but um, if there's enough people, then we'll have to have more structure. It just kind of depends on like how many people show up. You're yeah. we're calling an audible on it. We've got plans for each direction but um there's definitely going right. to be prizing either way and i think yeah if you are free and you're already going to be there wednesday night even even walking in late so we're going to start i think 7 p.m goal memphis 7 p.m yep 7 yeah. p.m memphis standard time even if you walk in at like 8 or 8 30 you'll still be prized out just for walking in and uh, I think we'll go until, like, the convention closes at 10, so we have to be gone by then. Yes. But we'll probably go until, like, as long as we can, as long as people want us to, so, like, probably, like, 9.30 or so. And, yeah, so, like, as long as you guys are walking in, you'll still be prized out. You'll still get a uh, thank you for coming in kind of participation prize. And then, uh, you know, you'll see us throughout the rest of the weekend. You'll have an idea of what we look like, that kind of thing. And you can just come up and right. say, hey, guys, blah, 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 if you are there for uh, any kind of Dial H kind of Discord. But if you're just there for WizKids, you'll also just get free stuff. So, yeah, that's also cool. And also, it's just since you mentioned WizKids, it's pretty awesome that they let us have this opportunity. This is, They're letting us use the Great Slam Event Center. This is, an, this is a world's official WizKids official event that is going to be happening, this little pre-Worlds kickoff night event. So it's yeah. really cool that they let us do this, and it's pretty awesome to be, like, officially a part yeah. of and the events. Depending on you guys, capacity than just one. 
depending on how this turns out, this is probably going to be a event going forward. I I mean, I can't guarantee that, but like if this right. is a good turnout, if it seems like something that they're willing to do, then like us handling quote unquote handling Wednesday night is probably going to be a thing going forward, which is just like a cool, like hero clicks hangout. And it might not even be, you know, like a dial H, like we like, you know, sit, sit here and listen to our timeshare kind of thing. It might end up just being like a hero clicks hangout where Wednesday night, like we host it, we MC it and you all get to like, just sit in like the convention center and kind of chill uh, with no pressure or anything like that. Um, so like there, there's a couple ways it can go. It just kind of depends on the turnout and yeah, depends on if people want to see it going forward. But exactly, I'm excited. I was oh, expecting it, awesome. it to happen, but uh, now that it's happening, we're we're gonna make it work no matter what. And oh yeah, you know, at the very least, what I can say is that you will all walk away with a figure that you can't just you know pick up at a local store. Is it is going to be a figure? That is fair. That you would that have to buy fair. on eBay if you wanted. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd say it's, that's true. That's very, very true. So, yep, get excited, guys! That is going to be September. September. I don't know if September's day. September thirteenth, that Wednesday night before Thursday, the fourteenth, the official kickoff of World. So September thirteenth, if you're getting in early, might as well come hang out with us at the convention center. Have some fun. Get some free prizes, play uh, play some fun HeroClix games. So, yep, you can check that out. Please come. Seriously, it'll be a blast because we want to keep doing this. And it's thanks to your support that we've been able to do it. So keep on supporting us if you're coming. We may we may try to live stream it, I don't know, for those at home that may want to see the event, especially the crowning of a world Bad Samaritan champion <laughs> slash HeroClix Jeopardy champion. It might, it could be yeah, pretty fun. we might just but record we'll, it. We'll and, uh, definitely record it. We'll definitely post record it later. The yeah, there's, uh, and post it. For those that don't want to have the fear of missing out. Yeah, obviously Bill doesn't want his crowning moment um, tarnished once he, he reclaims his title and becomes world Bad Samaritan champion. I would champion. be so impressed. I'd be so impressed. It'd be pretty amazing. So yeah. Tell everybody that you know that might want to go ch- get this. And also, if you just want some more free hero clicks, bring a buddy with you and be like, all right, well, give me your thing, you know, if they don't want it. So yeah. it works out. Everybody, it's a win-win situation. It's going to be a you're, blast. If you're planning on driving down and you're going to end up landing in Memphis like late Wednesday night or early Thursday, maybe just take the day before off as well, you know. Ask your boss yeah. real quick. It's a li- it's not quite too late at this point. You got two weeks or more. Uh, but yeah, like it's definitely possible if you're driving down. And then if you're flying, I mean, obviously you probably already have your plane ticket. But if you're landing Wednesday and you're going to get to the Graceland Hotel Wednesday night, you can shuttle there from the airport, and then you can basically walk from the hotel to the convention center in like five minutes even if you're running late even if you're not going to get there at like seven or eight if you're just going to barely get to the hotel at like eight or eight thirty you probably still have time to like hop over real quick so i would say if you're planning on getting there anytime wednesday at all at least consider adding it to your addendum like you're you're already jet lagged you're already 
just basically, you know, out of sorts. So you might as well come over and hear us talk nonsense for a while. I don't know why you wouldn't. I would say so. Absolutely. So that's that's really about it for news this week, guys. It's been a really light news week. We could go into WizKids Heroclix having the goon off, which is pretty cool. Goon off. Uh, it sounds pretty hilarious. So they're having people vote for the best goon in Notorious. Now, this is merely just a, a voting. Let me tell you something. ILH has quite the goon off planned as well in the future. We're not going to get into that. So... Simeon, I'm, let me tell you the matchups. I don't know if you know the current standings. How I, closely you've been I did following. see their most recent post. Did okay, and so you kind I of, will you do have know. to say, I voted for literally zero of the. So figures that's that almost are going forward. that's almost how I was. I was shocked and appalled at basically every single goon that beat out. So like the very first goon matchup was Gorilla City Warrior versus the OG goon, and somehow. Yeah. Somehow the OG goon. goon lost. Yeah. Like what? I get I don't it. know who was hating on OG Goon. I get that's it. messed up. I also want to go back and be monkey, but man, he has goon on his shirt. I know. You can't get more henchmen than someone that reps goon He's on their the shirt. Goon. He is the goon. Yeah. I, I I really after that appalling one, I was like, wow, I I'm okay, fine. We move on. We see the polar bear versus the cordy and the thunderer. Now, to be fair, this is this is a stacked. This yeah. is a this is a stacked matchup. These are two goaded goons, you could say. Um, but the cordy and thunderer has to take it. I thought you would in think. my mind. But he's got a big old lightning bolt in one hand. Also, like the cordians in comics, a very cool like race that like is it's underutilized in dc but a very cool race of warriors um similar to like kryptonians but not quite like as powerful and blah 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 um but compared to like a polar bear i thought that was a no-brainer i yeah. really was like oh obviously it's gonna be you know the dudes that do stuff the dudes that made like the sinestro ring and blah you know like the incredibly talented insane weaponized people of no no polar bear one drinking a coke and wearing a scarf beat out accordion <laughs> thunderer somehow and i get it the polar bear is cool i like the polar bear don't get us wrong we both like the polar bear but like compared to the accordion thunderer are you kidding me but okay yeah sure move on move on to the next one the white rabbit goon versus the joker goon this is probably now, the this closest is, one the yeah, one where i'm like is... i'm the coolest with being like all right like you know, whichever I was super down for white rabbit goon just because the sculpt he looks alone. so cool. He looks so cool. The sculpt alone on this one, head. like white rabbit goon. He's got a, a rabbit head and then he's doing like a namaste kind of like, yeah, hands together, pray kind of like half yeah. bow kind of thing. That's super cool. And then Joker goon is just holding a fish. That, Which I get it. It's the big Joker fish. It's got the red yeah. lipstick. It's it's smiling with its fishy teeth. He's holding the fish. But like, is it probably the best Joker goon we've ever gotten? You know what? I don't even remember what he does. But probably because he looks really cool versus just the black clown mask or white clown mask, black suit type Joker goons in the past. But uh, I don't know. He's not wowing me. He doesn't wow me like the cool rabbit head. But uh, he wowed more people than I thought. And Joker goon won. Yeah. I really, thought, I really thought that like rabbit head would just 
win most people over and I, I know not. that's what I thought too so I'm the one time I'm over we were th- over we were on three the anim- at this point on the animal side and it uh it didn't work out which is crazy it was the more aquatic side now speaking of the more aquatic side the next matchup we have is the black manta goon versus the riddler goon now I will say this is the one matchup where I was like I was I was on black manta goon side I don't were you on riddler goon side Simeon I was. I must say, why? Yeah, uh, specifically just because like the sculpt, Black Managoon. Big on the Namaste. I can't tell what Black Managoon is actually doing. Well, you see, he's got like a weird box, black scuba suit, and he's holding up a yellow thing. Square? Is it a yellow yellow square? (laughs) Flashlights? Is it a ray gun? A water-related ray gun thing? I don't know. He's got a little red, little red visor. Yeah, that's that was but, my uh, main reason for not voting for the man. Not voting for him. I see. Yeah, but and, uh, yeah, this like, was this was like one of the the more even ones where it, it was. It truly could have gone either way for me. Um, and this is one of the only ones where I didn't really care about the outcome as well. Whereas like the previous ones, I was like, how how dare the community do this to me? But, you know, also, like, not for nothing, uh, Brad Broyles did say on the the first voting, um, which would have been, gosh, what was the first vote? It would have been... Um, that was the Gorilla Soldier versus Goon. Gorilla, yeah, Gorilla Soldier versus Goon. Brad did say it's unfair to allow like reacts as one of like the votes that is true so that because, is true the gorilla soldier yeah. had a like react which is the base the base react and yeah so. if you don't know then like yeah like the base react if you see a post and you just like tap twice or whatever i don't know i don't know how social media works but it's way easier to just like a post than it is to actually like sit there and hold down scroll over pick like the react that you want etc so after brad boyles pointed that out they changed it they switched over to the like right the surprise react and i think the heart react i believe the heart yes yeah so like for the rest of them that's what like the other two were which is awesome because that actually means that like you can't just tap a screen and all of a sudden you know it happens you have to actually hold down and then select which reaction you want. So I think, yeah, after, after the first vote, it was a lot more accurate. Although I don't know if that would have changed the first vote. Honestly, I yeah, it seemed like real city was going to, was going to win either way. Yeah. Via the comments, there was a lot of comments boosting gorillas. And while I don't disagree, if this was wonder woman 80th, I would have, definitely been on the side of the gorillas i think those were some of the best bystanders that oh, they yes. had back then um for this set i think those are also very cool bystanders so hard to say this time around i was anti-gorilla previously i was pro harambe oh wow it's pretty I'm brave assuming. of me to say that but you know it is. It really is. Wow. I'm, that's... I'm a brave person, you know. Wow, you really are. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Stunning. Stunning, yeah. Simeon. Was that 2016? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Right back seven years yeah, ago. Thank, only... you. Thank you for that. Only for seven that. years ago? Yeah. Only cool seven Super years brave. ago. <laughs> but the Black Manta Goon did beat the Riddler Goon. 
And so now the current round that's being voted on is the Gorilla City versus the Joker Goon. I, after looking at their Instagram and their Facebook, it's looking like Gorilla City is going to crank out another oh, W man. here. I don't think Joker Goon stands a chance against I Gorilla would, City. Yeah, Gorilla City is just super. He's dominating right now. Not only is it like a very memeable goon, it's also just like sculpt wise. Yeah, monkey. Yeah, it's very. It's a very big sculpt. It's very cool. I'd sculpt. rather have monkey every day of the week than the, than the fish one. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, there's a simian. Simeon joke in there somewhere about monkey and Simeon, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it. We I've made it. I've made it a million Caesar. times. But that means next Let up is gonna be polar bear. polar bear versus the Black Manta is next. And I honestly yeah. don't like Black Manta's chances against I the I don't bear. either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so previous people have commented it's gonna end up being uh basically gorilla versus polar bear, and I don't disagree. I think people want to see the bear win versus the bear versus monkey. You know, yeah, it's it's going to be polar bear versus uh, black manta goon, and in that specific situation, I want to see the polar bear win. When it becomes polar bear versus monkey, I'm on the I'm on the side of the monkey. You know, you're on monkey side. I'm, I'm on actually on polar side. bear side. I'm on polar bear side. Um, when it comes down to monkey versus polar bear, so I was also calculating in like the effectiveness of each bystander when I was doing my votes. Were you? I was like, do I like the sculpt more than like the effectability? And so I was calculating that in, but towards the end here, that's out the window. Oh, it's totally gone. I mean, if it, if it's monkey versus polar bear and it's on polar bear turf, that's polar bear all day. If it's polar bear on monkey turf, I don't know. I've never seen that. I've never seen polar bear on monkey turf, so it's probably what's the probably um, monkey. Uh, what's it? What's it called? If it's if it's brown, lay down. If it's if it's black, <laughs> attack. And if it's if it's white, good night. You lose. Right? Yeah, yeah, see. something like that. So I think, I think it's a lot of sayings up. for bears that a lot of bear sayings. Humans die. Very true. Very true. <laughs> but these aren't humans. These are monkeys. Yeah. Oh. So monkeys don't Very have true. these same sayings, you know. It's, it Ooh. could just be the Ooh. world's largest white raccoon. I think I think basically. But that's that's the goon off, ladies and gentlemen. If you are upset by who won and you didn't vote, well then you better go vote to see what goon wins. Go to WizKids Hero Clicks Facebook page or their Instagram and vote for the goon off. Also, every time they hit another thousand followers, they're gonna show off some new cool sculpts. And we haven't we've the last two ones were from the Hellfire Gala, which we've seen so little from. It's literally yeah. like just those. We also so only know please. two dials from the chases of Notorious. Also that they're yeah. the both the Superman dials. That's all we know from the chases right now. People that are saying like our uh, Black Lantern is going to be good. We have no clue. Uh, our deceased character is going to be good. We have no clue. The only thing we can base it off of is the two Supermans that we've seen. Superman Black Lantern and Superman Deceased. And those are both like Very true. fairly mediocre I mean, options. Yeah, they're, they're most powerful as Superman is usually. So, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, but yeah, there is no was there? Is there a Black Knight Superman? Uh, yeah, the Devastator was technically Black Knight Superman. That's uh Oh, what's when Batman 
infected himself that's with doomsday. the doomsday virus. Isn't yeah. that the doomsday? I wouldn't call that Superman. That's doomsday. It's not. It's not Superman, but that was like the yeah, superman the powerful strong superman-esque yeah that's one, how yeah. he quote-unquote defeated superman in that universe i see i see oh i, say, I, gotcha. I won't I say understand. how the laughing like the batman who laughs defeated superman because ah, it's the the, the edgelord yes. yeah the the edgelord, edgelord who laughs superman <laughs> was written by like 14 year old i don't know i don't know anything about i have, I have zero clue uh, it was Grant. Wayne Brady. Oh, <laughs> Grant wish, Morrison. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Grant Morrison. Um, okay. He. All I can remember is that like the guy that did it absolutely hates the like anyone with a cape. Mm. Wow. We should make this guy write more comic books than superheroes in them. Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis. Yeah. He's done some great not, work. Like Garth, Garth like Brooks. truly Garth Ennis done some amazing like Moon Knight, awesome run with Garth Ennis. It's just right when on. it comes to like the classics, Garth is like, yeah, I, what if Superman was like a, a pee pee poo poo guy that you know ruined everything? And oh, Garth, he already is. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> that's basically but, uh, he's like, what if the Punisher yeah. like was turned into Thomas the Tank Engine and he he was just a train with M80s attached to what his if, wheels. What if Frank Castle was just a train? Well, that's the chase I want in Wheels of Vengeance is Frank, <laughs> the little engine that could ca- castle. Let's, be, let's bring back uh, the, the train tracks map. And have, oh, yeah, please. Frank the Wheels of Vengeance choo-choo train. <laughs> Good gosh. That would be insane. I, I love it. Let's no let's Ram get, except let's get as hit. range. Ram at range. How would that I don't know. Uh, nah, yeah. it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how it works. I love no, it. I it love just it. works. It just works. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, since that's basically it for news, we're gonna jump to a favorite segment of mine that we haven't done in a long time, and that is Thread Dead Redemption. There are dozens of us. Dozens! I was on HC Realms the other day, and Simeon heard all this before, and I was I was getting visibly upset. I was getting quite angry at HC Realms. I may even mention this on the podcast. But amongst all the threads that were making me want to destroy my computer and throw it out the window was one thread of gold that I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. It's really creative, and I really enjoy it, and I really enjoy what people are doing with it. So this thread is by Oathful. It was started on August 1st, and it is a legacy card design contest. Now, they have done design a figure contest where it's just whoever and people get pretty crazy with it designing like figures that'll probably never exist in the game but that's kind of the fun thing is that oh, i can design a video game character it's and it's pretty cool but seeing how people design a legacy card is really neat to see like oh well what alternate abilities would you do some people that are i i'm gonna assume newer all they did was just make them a little cheaper and do almost the exact same thing and or worse and that's okay if you're just learning how to do it that's totally fine you're getting the vibe for it, and that's cool. Other people are like, whoa, I'm going to take this guy, and he's going to do something totally different, which is really cool. Or it's like, I'm going to update their ability for the modern age. So it's really fun to see how different people would take on the legacy card. It's really neat. So 
I'll just go ahead and read Oathful's first post here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to August Legacy Car Design Contest. We're looking forward to seeing creativity that's sure to be displayed this month. For those of you who are unaware of how the contest works, here we go. There will be three rounds, with each round lasting one week, running from Tuesday to Tuesday. Each round will be posted with specific dates for how long they'll last as clarification. Voting for each round will start the next when the next round begins. For examples, voting for round one will start when round two begins. You may vote for three dials each week, as well as one honorable mention to help avoid ties. In addition to normal votes, during round three, you guys will vote on who you think had the most thematic synergy between all of their legacy cards during the month. Your cards must be made with the most up-to-date rules for Modern Age games. You can find the rules, power sheet, and erratas on the WizKids' website. No Modern Age figures may be selected unless the prompt for that week allows for it. As for the titles you guys get to compete for, ooh, ah, titles, ooh. There's the weekly winner, so the best winner each week. There's the best designer, the person that got the most votes at the end of the month. And then there's best theme, the person who has the most theme votes at the end of the month, which is, again, the three dials they made, how well they worked, or not three dials, but three legacy cards they make, and how well they worked together. So, Man, and I could I could attach this to my signature at the bottom of my HC Realms yeah, oh yeah. user posts. So every yep. time I post, you could see that I was the best designer or best theme. Yeah. Exactly, Simeon. You can wow. have in your signature, like, HC Realms first legacy card making <sighs> champion winner of August I 2023. I wish I had seen this 27 days ago. I know, right? So I could have well, participated. There's, there's always September. Simeon, what are you doing on the drive? He's running a legacy card. Gosh, all my signature on HC Realms says is my, uh, you know, KO record in uh, Battle Royals at Worlds. Oh, uh, you know, that is pretty cool. I mean, not nearly counting, which not I mean, nearly as cool as being the first HC Realms no, not legacy even card making cool. championship winner. Gosh. Oh, geez. Feels like a loser. I'm going to delete this now. <laughs> no one cares about how many characters I've oh, gosh. KO'd in Battle Royals when I could have been the best designer or best theme. So the August 1st prompt, which... This is perfect. I'm actually really bummed that I missed this because there's a very specific kind of character you can make with this prompt. Uh, there's two prompts. A character that uses leadership in an interesting way or a character that is an inspiration to other heroes. So obviously there are actually, this is not even me being myself, but there actually are just quite a few Captain Americas in this uh, first prompt. Shout out to Jedi Knight for, I, I will just going down the list, the Iron Man from ADW would be an interesting Iron Man. I don't know, how do you feel about that? Not even his dial necessarily, but getting that as a legacy figure here from Slade. Oh, I'd I be absolutely okay with it. I like would that love Iron that Man. being a legacy figure. That yeah. that Captain or jeez, Captain America. Uh, <laughs> first of all, the inspirational icons thing. A character that uses leadership or is an inspiration is just like kind of forcefully entering into my brain that it's Captain America. But then know, Slade right? Wilson instantly uh, posting that ADW Iron Man. That is my favorite Iron Man. That oh, is, is it like, really your favorite Iron Man? Oh, wow. I think that's one of the best ones they've ever done. So the the original has the free action, choose any two standard powers except defense powers until your next turn he can use the chosen powers and can't use possessed standard speed attack or damage powers. So he gives up oh, wow. some stuff for those two powers but this is like extremist armor kind of iron man 
And then he has okay. uh, used my armor to imprison you, which is his last two clicks. Give him a power action. Choose an opposing character within three squares and line of fire until your next turn. That character can't move or make range attacks, and Iron Man can't use invulnerability. So it makes him heavily susceptible to being KO'd on his last two clicks. But it also just, if you end up being like the last two figures, it does give him like a option to like box them in. They can't use any powers. You can't use invulnerability, but he can still use sidestep. He can still use pulse wave. I really liked this Iron Man. I think it was at the time, it was probably the best one that we had ever seen. Um, But that being said, it was still at the time one of the worst pick of powers that were available. It was really tough. And I, if I am correct, he had to be errated because I believe when he first came out, he just had the boot symbol. He couldn't fly. Right. I want to yeah, say I do. Yeah. I do believe that. Yeah. So, funny. so Jakeem was better. And then, Oh yeah. Like a set after or a set before what was 80. A set. It was a set after what if, what if was, what after if, ADW. yeah. What if was yeah. a set after. So goblin King who could choose like three powers was like so much better or I don't, I, it might've been two, but whatever. He also had to get errated because yeah, he was just like a cheaper version of this Iron Man with a longer dial. And <laughs> man, I wanted this Iron Man to be so better, so much better. I, I think the extremist armor and uh, the spear armor Iron Man like deserve like a really good like meta version where they're just like actually competitive and this version was not it. So right. I do like that. This was like one of the first options when somebody posted. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Slade Wilson here posted this guy right away. This, this brings Slade Wilson up. He was in a little bit of a a hole for me after some recent postings, but this, this is, I'm not saying he's out of it. Uh, I'm saying it, it, it adds some points. It adds some points. Next up, Destructive Boy chose one of my favorite versions of Batman, the Dick Bats Batman from Elseworlds. I'm not going to get into it, but I do think it's cool. And yeah, of course, Batman's a very inspiring character. He inspired all sorts of funny little orphans to do funny little things. Uh, (laughs) Shout out Jedi Knight chose Steve Rogers from the original Captain America set. I would like this figure. I would really like this guy to get a legacy card. He did a pretty full on shield like suit. Just just shield Steve. Yeah, no. He has no shield on a sculpt. Just Steve with a a little gun. It's kind of wild. Like this is just Commander Steve Rogers all about being like secret Avengers leading the secret Avengers and just being like a member of shield. It's really cool. So I really like this figure when he came out. He was a ton of fun. The legacy card is pretty solid. I think Jedi Knight's pretty new, so it's very simplistic to what he did before, and he just kind of updates it a little bit, so that's kind of fun. Shout out to Two-Gun Kid here, though, for choosing Uncle Sam. Simi and I both agree, man, we want Uncle Sam so bad to get a legacy card. Holy smokes. So, big shout out to Two-Gun Kid. So, when, when Calder gave me this thread, I was like, which one of us gets to talk about this? I know, (laughs) but yeah, uncle Sam absolutely deserves a legacy card. He's one. He's the only uncle Sam we've ever gotten in hero. Yeah. Two. He's like just one of the most iconic sculpts. One of the most iconic dials I can think of. He has such a cool dial. Like he starts off with like a leadership and a special attack power. 
that like gives him like bonuses and stuff. And then if you damage him off of that, all of a sudden he gets the giant symbol. And he's just like this giant quaking flurry monster dude. Um, obviously this is from what this is from Crisis, I think. Yeah. Yes, Uncle Sam's crisis. from the crisis. It's the little side. world. So yes, it's crisis. So it's like it's way too old to like actually be modern viable. But this Uncle Sam is like still like with a few like kind of upgrades, I think this Uncle Sam could still like pack a punch. He could still like you know hold his own. Um, back in the day, he had the transporter boot symbol for whatever that was worth. So he had like Very hyper true. weird you hypersonic, like negative two attack power hypersonic, and whatever that came with kind of stuff. So I know I played him specifically, and I also cosplayed him specifically. And that's uh, very true. Our Thursday Throwdown series when we were all the way back in, uh, yeah, the Crisis, and Crisis yeah, versus yeah. whatever. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> I don't. I want to say it was mutations and monsters that sounds about right yeah yeah but uh man i think the fact that he was not as crazy to collect as some of the other uniques that we've seen from that era it'd be really cool to see a uncle sam get legacied and it's one of those like iconic americana kind of figures where you could do pretty much anything. You could give him two new traits, a new attack power, a new damage power. You could do all kinds of different stuff with him, and it, you know, changes point value. It would still be like a truly like iconic character for me. I really, I really like what Two Gun Kid also did with the dial. He kept the as big as my country flavor text, and he also kept the give me your tired, give me your poor. For the attack the as big as your country used to just be the two through four where uncle sam just gets the giant damage symbol and now it's close combat expert once per turn you choose a size and he is that size gains its effects that you choose again so standard he gets to be standard size and he also gets combat reflexes willpower if he's a giant he gets to be giant sidestep prob and if he's colossal he's charge and plus one bolt which is wild um which is just a huge help for uncle sam not having any movement attack on his dial and also he can be supporty or he can be a little more defensive it's really cool i really like that special ability a lot his second trait is uncle sam wants you when uncle sam uses willpower from the characters in four squares and line of fire can use willpower that's pretty dang cool so when he is a giant or sorry when he's just standard he gives everybody else like he buffs them and then this guy two gun kid did a very good job he slight critique. He has sideline activity as the flavor text. Uh, not flavor text, but uh, sideline instead active, of side. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be sideline active. Very simple. One, you know, just just mess around with the word, and you're good. When a friendly character with the soldier keyword and at least forty points, or the freedom fighter keyword is KO'd, you place Uncle Sam in his square on click six, which is a a flurry click, which is pretty nice. A little nine attack flurry, and he gains immune until your next turn. Uh, and if you KO him, he's worth 25 points. So pretty cool that he's got silent yeah. active when a freedom, a freedom fighter or a soldier character of 40 points or more is KO'd. So that's pretty cool. I like that ability a lot. And then he upped to the damage power. So the damage power, I think, is just it's very weird. It's on a weird point in his dial where he'll probably land on it because he's got invulnerability. Right. And then he goes on to it for, yeah, clicks two through four. 
And this is really cool because it uses another ability, his give me your tired and your poor, but instead it's on his damage power. So I regret that I have only one. Oh, it's kind of a combination of both, actually, because it's also within four squares. It's not necessarily the same, but friendly characters in four squares can use Mastermind, but only to choose to Mastermind onto Uncle Sam. Damage Mastermind onto Uncle Sam is reduced by an additional one, so he's reducing it by three since he already has Invuln. That's pretty solid. I actually really like that, where he can kind of take hits for the rest of your team. Usually when with like when they design someone with this effect, it's like someone you don't really want to Mastermind onto. But I wouldn't mind if Uncle Sam just took one hit and he's on Leap Climb. And I'm like, I, I'll Mastermind him on a Flurry, maybe. He's got a pretty decent amount of Flurry on his dial. And then his attack power on his first click and then his last four is his Give Me Your Tired or Pour, which keeps that same ability, but it adds some more. So it gives him Steel Energy now. And when he makes a close attack, you modify his attack value plus one for each friendly character four or fewer squares away from Uncle Sam that he can draw a line of fire to. Um, and that is marked with one or more action tokens. It's a little, it's a little wordy, but that's okay. And then it's it says also, he may heal above his starting line using this power, which I don't understand because he think, didn't actually. I think give that him attack power starting is line specifically like to be a, a kind of like counter to his like original I, attack power. I, right. I, that's what I'm guessing. So I think he thinks that his starting line when he begins the game and you start him on click six is like a starting line. But if you just put him on click six, you don't need that oh, past starting line. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming he's getting at. The, like the sideline so active. Very tiny. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very tiny critique. On click six. But yeah. he can definitely heal past click six because it's not a starting line. Just because he began the game there, um, he can still heal past it. So yeah. So you don't necessarily need that, which is fine. But that's what Uncle Sam does, and I love it. I like it. He's 40 points cheaper. I think it's a little wordy for just a figure in general. I think it, it does. It's doing a lot, but I like the role he fills, and I like the creativity that Two Gun yeah. Kid used on Uncle Sam. And Uncle Sam got, got my vote easily for round one. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think that can, was... Yeah. Uh, even I, though I Two Gun Kid so is the one that made the post about Uncle Sam... Um, and not made a post about Two Gun Kid. Yeah, I uh, know it's really kind of funny. <laughs> I I think Uncle Sam is a figure that like me and Calder both have like called out. It's like a figure that needs to get a legacy card because one, I think in the aspect of like actual rarity, he's only like a rare. He is unique. I believe but so. He's, I think he's he's zero thirty five. I think he's only a rare, or I don't know what they were doing at the time in that set. But yeah, I really don't think he's hard to come by. I know I picked the one I got up for over like four bucks or something like that. And oh, it's man, just yeah. such a fun figure to have. Like top dial, the the OG, not even getting into two gun kids like special like version. The OG top dial is a ten for four with a uh he has the like quote unquote hypersonic but like minus ten attack. Ah, yes. Minus two to your ten attack. So he's actually like an eight for four when you use his movement ability or whatever. Uh but his attack power on his top dial is when he makes a close attack, modify his attack by plus one for each friendly character four or fewer squares away to which Uncle Sam can draw a clear line of fire and that is marked with one or more action tokens. So I know when I was using this character, he was always at like a plus three. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's so easy. It's so easy to do that. And even with his like moving attack, his, you know, 
quote unquote like broken hypersonic whatever right that like carryability hypersonic version is he's minus two and then plus three almost always so he's like a 13 for four which is really cool for this era it is and then it's, yeah and actually you know it's kind of crazy about that that like retroactively really works for a lot of abilities we give like legacy card of figures anyways that whiskey yeah. has been making right they always do like a way to like cheat their stats like oh they have terrible defense well they can give it to an opposing character or they get all these bonuses or they have a terrible attack they get all these bonuses he has like built-in like nine eight sevens like bad attack values and then he has this like built-in to give him a bonus to make his attack better it's kind of crazy yeah just like on his original dial on his not original even, yeah like, on his original not dial like not even the legacy Gun Kids could version. be yeah also, like, that's hilarious his original dial has the herald and soldier theme or uh keywords, keywords. i know right so yeah good. so like herald super good currently uh after oh, rotation so it'll be taking a bit of a hit soldier also super good like modern and silver yeah so this uncle sam if he ever does get legacy carded and he keeps those keywords uh, I mean, he's not going to be able to, like, sneak a lantern ring on for free unless right. he gets something other than Harold. But he'll be able to sneak onto lantern teams for free because Harold, so cool. yeah, like, all lanterns have that keyword. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Next up, uh, we're not going to spend all that, all, like, the same amount of time that we spent Uncle Sam on every other figure, because I think Simi and I both just agree that he's he was both our pick for round one. But to finish off round one, shout out Dragonfly for choosing Judge Hershey. She's funny. I In yeah. the original Judge Dredd movie, she has a great line. You don't use that line. That's okay. I understand. It's not very PG-13. But uh, I like shout out Judge Hershey. That's cool. Comic Junkie, shout out him using Master Chief Cortana. That's pretty cool. Also, shout out him keeping grenades existing and then doing all this extra work to make more grenades. That's good for you. Uh, Limelight makes a Cyclops from Wolverine and the X-Men, the Zero Sixteen Cyclops. Pretty cool. Pretty solid yeah, Cyclops, actually, actually, when he came out. As far as like Cyclops go, that's actually one of my more favorite ones. The uh, Oh, nice. So not only does he like fit on a team base because like he's one of the ones that splits oh, right. for That's the team base, built for, yeah. But also, um, going from that ninety-four kind of like awful point value to an eighty-five special trait, and then you know, I always hated uh, Cyclops and uh, Havoc in that Wolverine and the X Men set had the oh, Summers yeah. brother trait. It was such a wasted trait where it was just like. They ignore all damage dealt by characters named Havoc, and then Havoc ignores <laughs> damage yeah. dealt by Cyclops. And it's like, yes, I understand why. Attack. It makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. Like, Havoc doesn't, like, you know, in the comics, in the, like, TV series, the cartoons, whatever, they don't damage each other. Like, they're, they don't like, Cyclops' optic right beams and Havoc's little blasts, they don't damage each other for whatever random reason. But apparently, it's this way with Black Tom and yeah, Black Tom Cassidy, and uh, uh, the old Banshee, Banshee as well. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, like for some reason, like yeah, siblings don't damage each other. Yeah, the um, mutant powers have no effect. Yeah, tell that Ooh, to ah. Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver. Uh, but I'm glad that like in uh, old Limelight, he got rid of that special. I actually really like his flavor text for his new trait. 
because if that's actually a Cyclops line, that actually goes kind of hard. Uh, absolutely called, is. Yeah, plan, plan B implies B. we only have 26. That That's a pretty hard. That's, 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 that's a, a Cyclops line. That really yeah. hard. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. I can't remember who it is, but someone's like looks at Cyclops and they're like, I guess it's time for plan B. And he looks back and he says, plan B implies we only have 26 plans. Like um, Cyclops is like, he does not have a lot of redeemable moments, but that's a pretty icy line to come from Scott. I'm not, oh, that, that's pretty yeah. cool. The pro, like the thing with Cyclops is like he absolutely has to plan for like absolute fl- failure, like ten out of ten times. You know, like as as any kind of mutant or X Men have to, he has to plan for failure the majority of the time, and so yeah. The, like the fact that they use that like plan B implies we only have twenty six. Um, I can't remember what series that was out of. It wasn't Avengers versus X Men, but it was it's something close to Avengers versus X Men as far as like timeline goes. Like around that time, yeah, sure. around that timeline where he says he says it like Emma Frost or something. Um, but yeah, it's just like Cyclops basically essentially like essentially saying. You know, like there's there's more than twenty six plans that yeah. are ready to fail with to continue on this plan. Like I've I've thought of everything. Trust me. Like I've thought of I've thought of everything except for failing twenty five times because yeah, I'm basically planning on us failing twenty five times. <laughs> Jeez. It's so not quite the Cyclops as, cool as uh, Doctor Strange's. Oh, million, million plans. Whatever. Yeah, only one universe do we get it right kind of thing. Yeah. Next up, Brennan 4. I'm not going to totally highlight his Patriot dial, but it kind of is really, really cool. So he makes a Patriot legacy card for the Civil War Patriot. I just like to shout out the one really cool ability I like that he has here, and that is at the beginning of the game, when you choose a team ability for the Avengers team ability, you may choose a keyword instead. That's insane. I love it. But like, it's still like 50 points for Patriot. It's only 10 points off. And like Patriot is super easy to KO. But man, I super, I just like that creativity. That's really cool. I hope they actually give that to somebody, like whether it be the new Justice League or Avengers that you can choose a keyword instead of just a team ability. Like that's, I can be pretty strong in theme, and it's already strong in theme. But man, now you just be like, well, you have an Avengers team, but they're not all Avengers. Well, I'm just going to choose a keyword. Like, oh, it's so good. So I like that a lot. Stormcrawler, they chose Splinter. Pretty cool. It may be a reference. They may have tried to base it off the new Splinter. I haven't seen Ninja Turtles yet, so I don't know if they were trying to. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. But it's cool they chose a Splinter. I think that's neat. Rocky Raccoon shows Hydra Captain. Our first Captain America is Hydra Captain America, which is wild. I don't mind him getting rid of the unexpected betrayal ability, but I'm not in love with exactly how he did this new Hydra Captain America. But it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just different. If I was going to particularly legacy this cap, I wouldn't legacy it as Secret, uh, Secret Empire cap. Oh, really? I would... I would do the like alternate triangle shield cap or like the, like the sculpt makes sense, but like I would do like earlier version of cap worth like the triangle shield kind of cap. That's wild. Yeah. That's insane. I, you mean like world war two cap with the triangle? Yeah. Shield? I just, I just don't think secret invasion is worth revisiting as far secret as the Empire. character goes. Yeah. Secret 
Ah, not Secret Invasion. Secret Empire. Yeah, I don't think that's worth revisiting for Cap. Like that is fair. I, I felt anyone, like this really. was. I felt like this was done well. Sadly, this like uniform and that actual look of the Triangle <laughs> Shield is only from Secret Empire. Like yeah. he only wears it in this. It's like it's actually. I didn't mind the costume very design iconic. when they very first cool when look. they first did it. I actually really dug the like costume yeah. design, and the shield was like kind of fun. But then he's like instantly the worst person in the world. So <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. kind of hard to enjoy. Once it. he but starts that's the like, point. doing the that's the, the point. Hydra stuff. Yeah, once yeah, once he does that. But when he was like when you didn't know and it was like the first cap like zero issue and then it was a few other issues of like in Civil War Two, you're like, Oh, what's he doing? What's going on here? He seems cap, he seems a little little rougher around the edges. But that is I believe that is everything for month one. It's pretty obvious. Simeon I's winner is Uncle Sam. You know, shout out, uh, yeah, shout out absolutely. to Gun Kid. He's our winner for month one. I love him. I'm not going to get into all the votes that people did. I actually will. We'll double, double back and we'll see who who ended up winning month one. But moving on to month two, give me a second here as I need to now look up the prerequisites, the rules for month two. I kind of forgot to do that. Kind of skipped past them. Whoopsies. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, month two. Is uh, yeah, I'm having a tough time. Not above the law. Design a character that fits one of the following prompts: a character that uses the police team ability, a character that works or has worked with a government organization. Uh, if you would like to meet both prompts as a personal challenge, be my guest. Keep in mind that unlike last month, there will be no bonus points for hitting both prompts. So, yeah, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. works because that's a government organization. Otherwise, if they can use the police team ability in any capacity, that works, but you don't get bonus points for both. This came with a lot of good options. There's a lot of people. It really does open it wide open. Yeah, there's a lot of people that instantly was like, if, like, you know, especially the. I got surprised with a lot of the. character that has worked with the government organization because there's a lot of characters that have worked with like i think technically the jsa was a government agency at some point or at least like so probably world war ii there's like like that yeah Yeah. there's checkmate was uh suicide squad is technically a government agency so there's like so many options that Mm, filled that yeah suicide squad is oh yeah Anyone that was shield on the Marvel side, yep, that's like government agency. So, um, the Clicks Cave, he opted for the 102 um, Civil War storyline organized play uh, Iron Man prize piece because that that character has one pro pro registration. Pro registration. Oh, that yeah. is very unique. So, like so that, just that makes sense. It does. Going down the list really quickly. I'm not going to get into everyone, of course. We just wanted to shout them out. So Two Gun Kid does the Starman from Legion of Superheroes. Wild. That's so unique. Wild yeah, pick. so wild. Yeah. Uh, Destructo Boy does Roy Harper, who had the police team ability for some reason. Interesting. Range Very for cool. 53 points, too. I know. Wild. What? It's, dude, these Golden Age picks are insane. Dragonfly, 29-9, shout out Dragonfly, staying consistent, now does Judge Anderson to go with their Judge Hershey. I love that. I think that's very fun. And they're keeping their theme alive, which is very nice for the end game. Shout out Jedi Knight, who did another Captain America. This time, it is the Captain America from Age of Ultron, the 
organized play, and this one has the police team ability, which is very cool. He also does a little more interesting flavor text and stuff with this version of Captain America, which I also really enjoy. Slade Wilson does Titania Man, who, that's right, worked for the Soviet super soldiers, so the Russian government. Yep. Uh, we already that's, talked about Clicks Cave. A government organization? Yeah, I, yes, so... Um, Rocky Raccoon did the Steve Rogers Police Nova Corps version, which I think is really cool. Yeah. And then uh, Stormcrawler. And we could stop at any point if we were, like, really want to talk about these guys. I actually do want to shout out Rocky Raccoon here really quickly, keeping the bank shots ability and really just making this Steve Rogers. I want to say, like, points. <laughs> as far as Rocky Raccoon's thing goes, um, that was the first one that I came. I get it's a chase. And right we don't really want legacy cards to be like chase figures, but that was the first one that I came across. Like Rick Jones from the exact same set. This Steve Rogers oh, comes yes. from was already legacy card. And I would love for this Steve Rogers to be legacy card. Cause oh, he just, it'd be awesome. All of these chase figures seemed like they got kind of shafted at some point. They all seemed like pretty high points. They just yeah. seemed a little overcosted for whatever and reason. I think that, I mean, obviously, like, this Steve Rogers, the 200-point uh, Black Widow, like, Thor Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Obviously, like, overcosted. The, the Iron um, Man is getting legacy carded in Wheels of Vengeance. Will this be the first true. chase theme? Yeah, that, gets that Iron Man did get card? chosen. So, yeah, that 369 Goose Drank Wine uh, Thor. No one. Oh, Even gosh. when he was, like, I mean, even, <laughs> like, Golden Age play or, like, you know, 400, 500 point games. No one plays him at 369 points. No. I've so tried. Cool. I thought that he's that so attack cool. power was super cool. You know what it's not super cool against? You in a mind when he has like a 22 oh, defense. No, this is so sad. Yeah. You, you don't get to use his like multi attack. Like if I hit, I get to like hit again. Like you don't get to use that at all when someone's got like a 22 defense. Um, so yeah, like that Thor is cool. I, I've never played the Goliath, but I've played the Black Widow. I've played that Thor. I've played the Steve Rogers. Actually, I think I currently own two of these Steve Rogers. So I That's definitely hilarious. think that they should make that. Man, are you card. in, are you in Rocky Raccoon colluding? I, one more <laughs> thing I'll shout out to Rocky Raccoon. He makes a Nova Core team ability. <laughs> which is hilarious, which just gives them willpower. And if they can already use it, they modify their result for it by plus one, which is just basically what you would want the Green Lantern team ability to do, I guess. So it's like, wow, go. I love the I that love is, the adding yeah. the uh, the Nova Core team ability. I also love the power of the Nova Force that he takes one damage from close attacks and he has willpower, invincible ESD, protected outwit, protected pulse wave for his defense power, which is so good. It's <laughs> so solid. So. I love I love what Rocky Raccoon was able to do here. It's really fun. Shout out to Stormcrawler for making nobody. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's that's just funny. And shout out to Comic Junkie for making Colonel Rick Flag Jr. exactly what you mentioned, somebody from the Suicide Squad. He's still bad for fifty points. Um he's better. Yeah, he's the, still the bad. legacy that comic junkie made is better than the original but yeah oh man oh man it's bad so yeah i think you needed to drop him to like 30 points 
and then give him police team ability and power enhancement leadership and then i'd be like oh sure i'll play this piece like he would have to be commissioner gordo levels of like tk twice for suicide squad or something for like this rick flag to be playable and he's still he's still just kind of bad um i'm gonna get a little bit into shades mar he chose cap wolf i don't know i get that he was eventually like he was at one point part of shield but this version Er, of cap is very imprisoned Un- imprisonment unlawful. Imprisonment. No crime. Charged with no crime. It's very, it's very silly. Um, I love the legacy card he did for him, but I don't understand how this fits the theme because this version of Cap does not have shield or police or anything, but he made him anyways. Uh, but it's kind of cool. Got, so he gets. He's l- got a government leadership. attachment. He's. I attached but not when to, he was to the a werewolf. Of not werewolf when he was a werewolf. I, I don't know. So his cool imprisonment on lawful charges no crime is leadership when he succeeds from the character to the animal or monster keyword modify the attack by plus one and have improved movement characters this turn. That's awesome. Uh, Cap Wolf already had a special leadership and I like this one more because his other one was like you could also remove another token but this one just gives him a lot of cool abilities which is fun. Still wields the shield, gives this Cap Wolf six range, two targets, and ESD. When Cap Wolf makes a ranged attack after resolutions, he can't use the trait for the rest of this game, so he just throws the shield once and he loses it. It's kind of fun. And then he has Super Soldier and Wolf Serum, Magnify Strength, and gives Cap Wolf Super Strength, Toughness, Willpower, which I love the double rollouts top dial for Cap Wolf, but yeah, the entire dial of just Super Senses is a little tough for trying to keep him alive, and he, he rolls onto some... It's just like bad leap and climb moving. So it's kind of cool. I will say for his a shield ability quote is a little for chase. Yeah. yeah the, for a hundred point chase. one was like oh. him only having a trait, no special powers. Yeah. Just a, trait. a single he trait. still awesome. Yeah. He's still so cool. And so this one is really cool. Like giving him super strength too is so gnarly. The super strength toughness willpower is so great. I will say the only thing I would critique is the still wields the shield is when am I supposed to use that? Honestly, because I have charge, top dial, and then after my first two clicks, I just have battle fury. So it's like, I guess if I don't want to charge, I have the option. It does give me a one square extra reach versus a five square charge. I have six range. But it's just, you know, it's minor critique, but for the for the flow of the rest of the dial, the uh, giving him the can make an attack doesn't help. But keeping ESD totally fine so i feel like you would never make a range attack with this guy and you just keep esd the whole game just that's all i'm saying based off the design but yeah i like it i'm just saying that one part is just a little odd brennan four makes the rookie cosmo the cosmo many people bought by accident thinking that that's the cosmo that was getting a legacy um good and instead he makes the one from yeah guardian uh galactic guardians the one everybody thought was getting it but because they look similar not even the one everybody thought the one when we found out which cosmo was getting it people still sold this cosmo as if it was and took advantage of people which is not very cool but then he went ahead and made this cosmo which is pretty cool and i like it and that is everyone was there any dial in particular you want to talk about from week two simeon uh from week two not not specifically not, for not particularly two. okay yeah. we can um we i believe we are still I'll give, on week two i'll give so honorable mention to um I, I already gave honorable mention to the, still, the, the yeah, chase steve rogers Nova. So that's so yeah. 
I guess we're not done with week two. I apologize. Crimson Avenger uh, from Collateral Damage gets a legacy from Emma Miller 42. The Green Man makes Johnny Alpha, which is just pretty cool. I kind of dig that he made Johnny Alpha. That's kind of neat. He also makes more grenades with Johnny Alpha. So it's just kind of cool. And then Limelight makes Vulcan from the Giant Size X-Men set, which is kind of neat. And that ends our week two, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Round three prompt, the final round is, I had to think of a good one. The end justifies the means. A character that is considered an anti-hero, a character who seems to be at odds with law enforcement or the media more often than not. Super, super, super interesting. So I, I like these, like these a lot. So let's let's jump into it, shall we? We get a white suit Magneto from UXM. Again, Jedi Knight did this. He got off his cap train and was like, I'll do a Magneto. Pretty cool. I liked this Magneto when he came out, so it's really fun. Slade Wilson makes the Iron Man 2020. Yeah. Uh, man, that's dated now, if isn't it? That's any funny. Iron Man is worth literally cutting the point value in half, Slade Wilson. Yeah. Going from 202 points to a, a solid 100 honestly makes sense. Like, that Iron Man and... never, never should have been that many points, even back then. The only thing I will say is this dial is not overtly different from the other one. Actually, I don't know. It, I, it's hard to say. It gets it's the abilities get worse. The figure's better, obviously. It's half the points, um, but it's still not still not good. Not necessarily. You have to make it good, but. I will just say it's it's not it's not insanely. It's, it still wouldn't be played. The hardest part yeah, is like seeing it's the fun. printed seventeen defense. I know is it's just, that is tough. You gave him the ESD super senses, which you definitely need. So I do like that. So you you up you upgraded it a lot, and then you realize well, he, well I I will say that that is a little silly. Um, that's okay. I I I do like him. So it's much better. It's much better. Uh, Anti venom. Is made by Destructive yeah. Boy. Oh, go ahead. I guess his his attack power that he gets like click one, three, um, six, and seven is knockback range combat expert. But then he just has printed range combat expert on clicks two and four. So it's like right. I have range combat expert, and then I get like range combat expert with precision strike, and then range combat expert yeah. with knockback, and then with knockback range combat expert with precision strike, and then no range combat expert for one click. It's almost like like I think at that point you might as well just like give him traded knockback or traded range it's, combat expert. Right. I don't know. Something. And that's why I was thinking that he got he changed the trait. So the trait was originally ESD Force Blast, and he made it ESD Senses. And so I get it. It's more defensive versus a little bit. But I'm like, no, it might as well give him knockback the whole time. He found a way to give him knockback on a just different, you know, just on the attack power. So that's one thing where maybe you could say you don't have to still make him do everything he did originally because it's very much so that he does a lot of the exact same stuff. It actually is slightly worse because he got rid of his Pensai. Instead, in lieu for just higher stats, top dial, well, right? So it's Iron Man 2020. So, like, honestly, he should have like a power action generate Despotellus for his attack power. Oh, gosh, let's not. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh boy. 
let's <laughs> let us keep moving. So at some point in comic history, they thought 2020 was the future. The future, the way I mean, this is in the 80s, Simeon. They thought big old like gears for shoulder pads was the future. That's, Little that's they know true. we were just going to be sitting in basements talking on like Facebook. And yes, stuff. and playing tabletop simulator. Oh boy. <laughs> Keeping with the 2080, Dragonfly completes his set with Nemesis, a figure I did not realize was in Heroclix. It looks really cool, though, man. Um, so I like that. Two Gun Kid woos, uh, woos the audience by choosing the Fast Forces Ric Flair to Legacy. I really, really like this a lot. Yeah. So. I will say he changes his special to not actually be a signature move, which. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. So much. Yeah. So the new trait for for this one is horseman country. If you go first, Ric Flair can use super senses, willpower and mastermind. If you don't, when Ric Flair successfully attacks or damages a character, give him a dirty player token. Increase Ric Flair's stats by plus one for each dirty player token. When Ric Flair doesn't attack or misses, remove all dirty player tokens. So, like, okay, I don't get willpower if I don't go first, but then if I ever don't attack, that means I only get up to plus one stats because then I get plus two and the next turn yeah. I don't attack and then I clear. Like, that's kind of a tough ability. I don't understand. You got to play him his... with old uh, Prez Ricard. He also, like, just made him not have WWE powers. He Eye gouge no longer gives him stun. It gives him precision strike and hit characters modify attack minus two and damage minus one instead, which is just the exact yeah. same wording which is the exact same wording but instead of stun it's precision strike and then he he says stealth is sneak attack and i'm like it's not stealth it's nimble How, why would you do this to me um so yeah and then his stealth. it's not submission hold it's poison and i'm like no no stop stop don't don't take away wwe powers and their culture that we have poison so he said yeah. he so yeah getting getting he, rid of like he the definitely signature yeah move. he printed uh or Dials like him literally in as poison instead I, of submission hold. I'm gonna un WWE or WWE, and it's like, oh, this is so sad. So it's it's like, man, it's wild. Man, I will say my favorite power that the WWE PAC, regardless of how you feel about the WWE, like making their broad day or whatever pay per view into hero clicks, submission hold was the coolest power that they brought in to like this game. A power that immobilizes two characters, deals one character one damage, like period, all full stop. Didn't matter if it dealt them damage, it immobilized them both. It was really cool that like Ric Flair or The Undertaker, Eddie Guerrero or Asuka, like whoever could like grab the juggernaut and be like, yeah, put you in a, like a figure four leg lock you're not going anywhere, Juggernaut. You're just stuck here. Even if it didn't deal them damage, like it's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's pretty. It's it's just awesome. It was one of the coolest powers in WWE. Like, it was so dope. It was so fun. So that's Ric Flair. An interesting take. A super interesting take on, of course, doing a WWE character and giving them a legacy card. Comic Junkie makes Catman who I, I do find Catman very fun. He's 
he's hilarious. He's the the anti Batman sort of uh, for DC. He's just he's Catman instead. So I, I find I find that very fun. I like that he made Catman just at all. Then I'll say definitely big shout out Stormcrawler for making a Casey Jones. One of my yeah. favorite Casey Jones too. Goongala, so this Casey Jones. Goongala. I never knew that was a Casey Jones thing because I never read the comics. I only saw him in like the shows and stuff. So when I was really? like Goongala, Goongala, yeah. Oh. When that first happened, I was like, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, come on, come on. You, you can like love a, the turtles without reading any like of the comics. Weird, it's so weird, like battle cry thing. That's it's the weird. It's it's so it, me. It's super weird battle cry. It's very strange. I don't have Google it before. Not, There's like literally no background explanation. It's just like it, huh? he just did it one time and that just stuck. Thank you, Casey. Very thank you, Casey. Very cool. So Casey here gets twenty points off. He gets to keep the same thing. Rules are for suckers. His actions don't count against your action total. So once again, you could have just said Casey Jones has autonomous. Um, yeah, would have been the the newer way to fix that trait. And this is just all I think pretty fair constructive criticism. And then it says once per game, you're in place a one in his dice roll with a six, which is gnarly. I love that. Casey Jones gets, gets to cheat really quick. That's fun. And then he gets the Goongala Goongala trait, which is when he makes his first attack during a turn, he modifies attack and damage value plus one. So instead of being a 10 for three, he is an 11 for four. And I've always liked this Casey Jones, even just for that first trait. I was like, this is such a cool ability. The autonomous before autonomous was a thing. So I love that Stormcrawler here also uses this Casey Jones. Yeah, I would definitely make this one unique if if oh, 30 definitely. points. Oh, definitely, 100%. Yeah. 30 points, 30 just points gets all that. doesn't count towards yeah. the action total. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how crazy he's getting for thirty points, but the potential eleven for four multiples is. I guess it wouldn't be multiples. Uh yeah, right. it wouldn't be multiples. But no, still, no. you could have you could have one eleven for four, and then the rest could be like tens for six because they all have empower. Oh yeah, all that empower. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, the first one, the first one could still be an eleven for six. Yeah. All the other power if they're not making attacks quite yet. I will say, looking at Shade Smear here, he makes the 0088 Clobber in Time Spider Man, the six arm Spider Man. That's, I'm not going to get into all of his stuff, but he apparently turns into the rookie convention LE man spider somehow. Don't know if this counts as cheating since he's doing two figures, but whatever, it's fine. It's quite fun though. Yeah, power action replace instead oh, that's what it of is. the whole free action. Now, place, so. this this one 100% caught me off guard. Rocky Raccoon, with another chase, decides to legacy. If there's ever a figure that should have been better, it's this figure. The yeah. Venom Punisher from this was what actually, if. Yeah, this wow. was one of the ones I picked. Oh, really? Like, oh, wow. Yeah, because Venom Punisher 100% needs to be fixed at some point. Such a cool sculpt. It's a chase figure, and it was just... So the original is um, 12 attack for 3 damage with stealth and 18 invuln for 100 points. He has a 12 for 3, and then his 3 damage comes along with any disguise or weapon I need for my, my war on crime with only a thought. He can use exploit weakness and perplex. That flavor text doesn't quite fit what I would expect. So, like, any disguise or weapon I need for my war on crime, to me, would be free. Pick a, like, a damage power and attack power. Venom Punisher can use those two powers this turn. 
Something like that. Any weapon he needs for his war on crime with only a thought, and it's exploit and perplex only. It seems like a close attack is the only weapon he can think of, because exploit doesn't work with range. Uh, and then his alien symbiote trait is he can use plasticity, shape change, automatically break away. I think that's what all of the original, like, what if, when they were very first, like, starting to do the venomized characters... That's what, like, they were doing. It's the alien symbiote trait. Um, yeah, Rocky Raccoon gave him improved movement, ignores elevated, which he already had, and then symbiotic fusion, which is plasticity super senses. Uh, and then he says, if Venom Cyclops, so I think that's oh. a hint of where <laughs> he got this trait from. Uh, that's that's but yeah, quite essentially, funny. like, the, the new Venoms, if... Uh, Venom Punisher is within four squares and line of fire of an opposing character. He can't be targeted by ranged attacks. That's the stuff that, that came out within, like, what, Rise and Fall? Was that Empire? Whatever. Yes, it was Empire. Yeah, it was whatever Empire. set the, uh, the symbiote stuff, yeah. Symbiote stuff came out with, like, Venom Magneto. Uh, he has an, a secondary trait a new way to fight a war. At the beginning of your turn, you may choose a standard movement or a standard attack power to use until your next turn, which seems like any disguise or weapon I need for my war on crime with only a thought, but he got rid of that power, and now that power is symbiotic onslaught, exploit weakness, shape change. He kept the exploit, but then also gave him shape change because the symbiotic fusion... Gave him super senses. I like this like infinitely more than the original. It's twenty five point less. Oh, seventy five yes, points. Absolutely. Super senses, shape change, plasticity. Can't be targeted if he's within four squares of an opposing character from range attacks. Um, with that same dial, being able to choose a standard movement is huge. Standard this attack so power bad. also so cool. Like yeah, so I can pick hypersonic top move up, hit somebody, maybe move back, maybe just stay next to him. Next turn, pick, uh, I don't know, Flurry. So I'm at 12 for 3 with, 12, uh, 12 for 3 with, like, exploit weakness. And then, I don't know, pick, like, plasticity. You know, he already has plasticity, so pick, like, sidestep or something when he's still on his top dial. I don't know. There's a lot of options, top dial, but it's, it makes him way more of a threat, where originally... The fact that he has these huge wings and doesn't have the flight symbol. He only has improved movement, ignores elevated. I don't know. I really liked this. this I like him a lot. I think this is just... It's such a cool sculpt, and that's why it was always such a bummer that the dial was like yeah. almost unplayable. And it was a chase, and you're like, wow, this really yeah. stinks. I read, this is I'd rather pull the uh, the Rachel Cole Alves than this... Oh, wait, she was oh, absolutely. ADW. She was actually kind of um, fun, though. She was actually kind of a neat, fun chase. Yeah, she was from ADW, but yeah, I'd rather pull that chase from ADW than this Punisher from What If. Yeah, I, I agree. The all the other What If chases, even like the the Venom Peter Parker, which you're like, wait, we've seen this before. Even he's better, you know. He's the poison version of him, I guess I should say. Poison Peter. The Hulk was like that was the one to pull. You were like, this dude's huge. He's awesome. He's so cool. But. Yeah, probably maybe Venom Thor was not. Nah, he was Venom worse Thor than Punisher, was just though. like he wasn't great. How, how he wasn't is this worse character than worse than Venom and worse than Thor in one that is dial? Also so true. Ugh. So so yeah. And then the last 
person is Brennan Four, and he makes Black Swan, which is really cool. Cuts her points almost in half. We have a couple of winners. So shout out to the round one winner was Shade Smear with his Professor X, which you didn't talk too much about. Round two is a tie between Shades, Shade, Mars, Cap Wolf, and Green Man's Johnny Alpha. We didn't really get into Johnny Alpha, but I definitely think that Cap Wolf des- deserved to win. And then they are currently still in the voting for round three. I didn't contabulate who it was looking like was going to win. We still have a few more days before August is over. So maybe we'll tell you next podcast who's going to win. Although I will say, just off rip, I'm seeing a lot of Ric Flair, a lot of Casey Jones votes. So we'll see. We'll see who wins. Casey Jones. Casey Jones is going to be Casey Jones. Not honorable mention, but a lot of like lower tier votes. But if one and two is spread enough. Casey Jones might pull out the win by being a solid like number three for a lot. Just of a solid, yeah, yeah, very, very true, very true. Yeah. So that was that was this thread, Simeon, on a scale of I'm trying to give a good scale to use. Definitely going to use a legacy card scale. A scale on of a legacy scale of like pre errata. Yeah, let's do like Wonder <laughs> like Woman is Wonder the Woman one. set to uh, legacy carnage. The legacy carnage. I was gonna say like pre errata legacy Thanos or pre errata like Ooh. legacy apocalypse. So like one being any of the Wonder Woman legacies because they were all pretty rough, or ten being legacy Thanos unerratated. I don't know. I want to choose a legacy figure that was actually like, whoa, that's just so cool and amazing and not oh, a, a gross, disgustingly broken figure. Let's say legacy Frogman, where it's like, wow, oh, you okay. made this figure yeah. way cooler and I love him and he still kind of does the same thing. And and he's no still business goofy. being this, this fun. Yeah, no business being this fun. How would you rank this thread? I'm actually going to be fairly generous and say I'm going to give this thread uh nine out of ten frogmen's okay nine nine hops out of ten because uh i think bounce 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 this this thread's really fun to read through you don't have to agree with it obviously we didn't agree with most of it i think a lot of these figures if they were legacied as this thread suggested they'd be train wrecks but like that's <laughs> for some of them. But I love the creativity from yeah. the community. It's which the is what fact it's that about. people have figures where they're like, this figure wasn't done justice originally and it needs to be done justice. And I can see exactly, you know, looking at like the Venom Punisher, the Black Swan, um, previous things like Uncle Sam, like things that are just like really old, Ric Flair, you know, like, People look at these figures and they're like, this wasn't done justice. Let me try and do it some justice. And I think that's really fun. I think that's really cool. I like the thread. Um, there was no one in the thread that was being like really uh, obnoxious and bad. So that's also like really positive because most yeah. of the time when we do these threads, there's a few people that are being like super negative, but all these people were being pretty positive. So I didn't see anyone that, uh, we gotta get after, you know. Even the even uh, old Stormcrawler who suggested nobody, even though you suggest a terrible character, you're you're doing good. Right. I I now that I think about, it, I think Stormcrawler did all Ninja Turtle characters. They did Splinter, Nobody, and Casey Jones. That's that quite fun. Sense. They didn't do a single. They didn't do a single turtle. <laughs> Be incredible. Love it. Love to see it. I love it. Disgusting That's kind of turtles. Funny. 
Yeah, I don't like them. They're green. They don't look like you or me. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know if we keep that. Anyways, I I will rank this a I'll rank it a squirrel girl, which I think is my eight out of ten, where it's quite fun. You you did some different things with it that I wasn't expecting, but it's still a really cool figure, and I'm glad that it's modern. So that's how I'm going to rank this thread. I hope they keep doing yeah. these legacy card ones. They're much easier to enjoy than just to make it to dial. The make it dials are just so they get so out of hand. Yeah, this is so also a, a much better thread than the average thread that we would go over because oh, so true. Um, yeah, it's just. It's not so much that like we can critique it easier or whatever. It's like this is just simply what people in the game like. I can tell you like this figure and you just want it to be better. And that's so much easier for me to wrap my head around than you pumping and dumping like, you know, getting rid of a serpent society member so you can pump like the Max or some random character that doesn't belong in comics or whatever. Right. So it's super fun. I love it. I'm so happy that uh, HC Realm. I'm not going to say HC Realms is healing. It's a step in the right direction, though. Realms. You're, we're, Still, this is, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Joe's trying to like make some progress, but HC Realms still has the best forums for like hero click stuff. Like, as far as like, if I go to a website and they have actual people going back and forth, HC Realms is the most active forums. 90% of them aren't worth looking at. And then also, out of that last 10%, indeed. like there's probably like 99.9% still not worth looking at, but occasionally you find a gem. And I think Creative Corner, for the most part, is people that actually care about the community and want to see cool stuff in the community. So Creative Corner is definitely like the place to hang out if you're going to hang out anywhere. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Creative Corner is it's just the best. Let's go ahead and jump into a couple of listener questions. There are dozens of us. Dozens! These are all coming from our Discord. If you want to go ahead and join the Discord, you can donate $5 to our Patreon. That'll get you access to the Discord, behind-the-scenes content, early releases of videos, and so much more, as well as giveaway entries and playing some Bad Sam with us monthly. It's a ton of fun. It's a grand old time. We'd love to have you here. All of these... Of course, in our questions for the show tab, which everybody was so polite as to not have discussion in, and I love them for it. They're the best. <laughs> First one is his own Bill, and he asks, what characters most deserve to get a prime that have never had one? You don't have to say Dr. Doom if you don't want to. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate it. Man, I, I never would have said Dr. Doom, to be honest. I probably wouldn't have either. I, uh, apologies. Apologies, Bill. Yeah. Dr. Doom will definitely get a, a prime at some point. but He's currently... Well, not currently, but after rotation, he's going to be the only Fantastic Four property character in Modern. Besides... Nope, yeah, he will be the only Fantastic Four character only in like Modern. Fantastic Four proper character because like, yeah proper i mean there's namor spider-man um, and stuff or i guess him yes there will be a fantastic four spider-man i guess you're correct but he'll be the only like yeah fantastic four proper character Man. like m- member of the f4 i mean member of bill Latveria. thinks he's got it bad because like 
Doom has never been a prime, but um, Wolverine never went on a hiatus, and he also has never been a prime. Oh, very true. So like he's very true. Literally, like he's in Web of Spider Man. He's in Giant Size X Men. He's in the Incredible Hulk. You put, you put Wolverine wherever, anywhere. Yeah. He's on. This dude's Wolverine is on just an insane amount of teams. He's it's just he's wild. in every set for the most part, and there's never been a prime version. So, I mean, mm, just kinda... never never a prime named Wolverine. There may have been like a prime at some point, but I, I don't honestly, I don't think there was ever a prime. Just like period, like, like Sherman Logan, sculpt yeah. or anything. Yeah, he's uh, he's only had a few super airs. He's only had one or two chases. Like Old Man Phoenix was his chase, right? Um, yeah, there's really just not a lot. Like most of the time, he doesn't break out of the uh, the old rare area. But yeah, if he does, like, so you want you want Wolverine to be a prime? I I mean I think I think a uh, not necessarily so he's Wolverine. A, I think okay. a Romulus as a prime. Wolverine. Ro- okay, interesting. Yeah. The prime of a Wolverine. I don't know who Romulus is. I. I am unaware of Romulus. Uh, at, like take Wolverine's claws, add one coming out of the bottom and one coming out of like the side, and now that's Romulus. Oh, you've talked to me about this guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. I don't like his claw placement. It don't. I don't. Yeah, it's very old odd. Romulus and Remus, the uh, the old familiar people from Roman Empire or whatever. Interesting. It was a weird, uh, the, weird time for Wolverine. The prime. I'll go for is that the A version will be it can be any version of Captain America. I just want the prime to be Bucky Cap. I want I want to see old Bucky Barnes slinging the shield again. It has been going on 10 years now since we've had a Bucky Barnes Captain America. So I'd he'd be a fine prime. I think he'd make sense. Next question. I do love this question. Alex the Enchanter asks, if you had a Heroclix fever dream, now I do want you to answer this as if it is a fever dream, and made a set, what would the chase theme be? I'm going to assume this has to be a Marvel or DC set. Even though it's a fever dream and technically it could be anything. Let's just, let's let's make the fever part how wild the chases are. Simeon, what are your fever dream chases? Because I'm sitting here with Red Guardian from the Avengers Forever set, and I just pulled his arm out of socket with his shield. Oh my, my fever dream chases are unique Avengers or X-Men or, like, just, just characters in general with weapons or, like, effects. And I'm pulling their arms off, and I'm replacing them with other arms. So, like, now this Red Guardian has... Ah, uh, I see. Wolverine I hand. see. And then I, okay. has a shield instead of I, his claws. Um, binary has, I instead of a, a laser blast, here. she has uh, a handful of cards that are all charged up. I see. I see what you're doing. Very funny. Very nice. That's that's my Very, dream. That's truly a feverish, a feverish dream. My fever dream is to do an entire chase theme of pixelated characters not in the way they did the ninja turtles not the ninja turtle way where they're a bunch of little dots i want them to be actual 2d i want them to be a flat piece with little pixels printed on the flat piece like when you go to a convention and there's that person who's selling perler beads i want them to just be that when they're flat yeah 2d flat a 2d flat and i want them to be the captain america and the avengers just 
Vision, Iron Man, uh, Cap, and Hawkeye. Maybe throw in Wasp, Wonder Man, whoever else, you know. But that's who I want so badly. When we found out that the Cap set was going to be called Captain America and the Avengers, that's what I ideally wanted as the chase theme. And I still want them to use this as a chase theme sometime. I love the pixel characters, but I think making them flat is cooler than making them 3D and kind of ugly. <laughs> so, yeah. Next question is also from Izzo and Bill. He asks, with the first really consequential rotation since the introduction of the Silver Age format, what do you think the effect will be on the prices of rotating pieces? Will they plummet in value, or will our collections actually hold value now? So we've we, already kind of talked yeah, about this a little bit last episode. Yeah. But to reiterate, apparently plunging in value is still going to happen because people are selling. It's still a uh, seller's market, and people are trying to get rid of Sicarian Iron Man left and right. Like, he's been the one that's been selling the right. most out I of anyone I've seen on Facebook. Instead of seeing the like 50% drop within a couple months of like rotation announcement, and then like, because what it used to be, it would be like a 50% drop of like competitive pieces within like the rotation announcement, and then until the last viable like setting you could play them you would still still up until that like last vestige of this character being good see them going for like 50 percent of like their original or like last like top dollar right so scarring iron man like maybe going for like 75 and then he would eventually drop to like 25 at some point they'd go to like a final like one third of like their original price or something i think in silver obviously they're not going to hold their value like totally because silver is not a one-to-one -one with 300 modern but i do think silver might like retain 50 percent of a value for a figure which maybe not be huge for modern age figures that are rotating but what it might be huge for is legacy cards that are attached to a set that Ooh. are rotating. Because if I have yeah. like a legacy card figure, like the the KC Green Lantern right now is going for just buku bucks, like insane amount. Like I wish I had bought one back when he was going for only a hundred, because he's going for like almost two hundred right now. He's insane. And after rotation, like he will be the cheapest Green Lantern period for your team which is probably part of the reason why he's going for a lot. When he rotates, when Batman team-up rotates, I think his value will drop quite a bit, probably down to like 25, maybe 30. He's still a very collectible piece, but I think it'll drop down to like somewhere below 50. I can see that. The fact that Just he's attached to a legacy card, though, is like... like not saying that he's going to get legacy carded again, but it's like... No, probably not. He he will be at least viable in silver now, which is insane. Like that a, a figure that old can be part of modern, a big part of modern, and then potentially a huge part of silver for just forever. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I hope we don't see a lot of silver. People start caring about silver when Huntington's starts up again. Yeah. And then silver is kind of some side events. So I do think our collections still have value. I just think when it comes to the super hyper competitive stuff, it's always going to take a hit no matter what, because modern is the cream of the crop, the main event, right. all that stuff. So 
I think our stuff isn't taking as big of a hit this year, but it's still going to be, it's, it's still going to be, people are going to go crazy and just try to make that quick buck. And we're seeing that right now. I don't think Securian Iron Man's value stays at like the $50 burn it down sales we're seeing, but it might, you know, but he's still an insane piece. And I think he still think he'll still be insane in silver. So we'll see. Overall, I think our collections will hold more value with the inclusion of legacy cards and silver. Luke 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 asks, knowing now that rotation will be happening after Worlds and going all the way up to Disney Plus, what keywords do you think will be taking the biggest hit? He says, poor Asgardians are down to only 13 figures. That's kind of sad and funny at the same time. Yeah, with the War of the Realms rotating, yeah, I, I think Asgardians taking a huge hit. Um, Guardians themselves, even though there oh, wasn't yeah. like a ton of like Guardian team ability characters, that's like fairly we have, team ability. We have Mantis, Drax, and Star Lord. Yeah, it's a handful of other. It's, it's very low. Already There's taking like a big, no fairly big hit, even though it only has been oh, around for a couple of years. Um, I'd love for that team ability to get like more prominence and to get like a full cosmic set or cosmic adjacent set kind of thing going That'd be on. Cool. But I I just doubt it at this point. Like, if it happens, it'll probably be like way too far gone for this set to actually, or what's currently modern, I should say, to actually matter because it does definitely seem like the current modern guardians are going to be gone. Um, man, what's some other things that are taking a big hit? I mean, obviously. Uh, DC's taking a fairly good-sized hit. I think Batman Team-Up is Man. Gonna be the only legal set. Justice which... League. There yeah. ain't no Justice League anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that's that's a tough hit. Uh, Harold. Notorious, Harold like, takes right after a rotation. tough hit. I ironically, Harold, a great keyword, takes a huge hit, as you mentioned oh, earlier. Oh, yeah, true. Almost gets wiped in half because Fantastic Four had a huge load of Harold's and... And of course, Wonder Woman 80th had like the first set DC heralds in quite a while. So yeah, that that keyword almost gets wiped in half. Ugh. I will say there's still two Avengers sets in modern, but like some insane Avengers heavy hitters are rotated out. The swap cap is rotated out. The all the like the normal vision, the scary and Iron Man, Scarlet Witch, obviously freaking 19 defend wanda the avengers taxi of scarlet witch um from war of the realms and all the war of the realms like commons and uncommon avengers are all rotating like avengers takes a big hit you know they take a big hit because they can afford to take a big hit i guess like they were already a big sub theme and now they're losing a ton of their sub their theme and so it feels like a big hit but really they'll be fine but man, they lose a lot of good pieces. There's like no Avengers Taxi in modern right now. I want to say, yeah, pretty much none. Kind of wild. I can't mean, really th outside think of, of one. like Falcon. He's not a great. Yeah, taxi, but he just. But yeah, like, he just. I meant like that carries multiples. You know, yeah. like he just carries no, the one. I mean, dude. there's not a big manifold. I think has it. I from guess the he has like two people though, play. isn't he? He's like yeah, two he or like carries three. two. Ugh, two people, man. Which at least Voyager, she carried four. Yeah, he carried two, I think, two or three. Yeah, man, that's carry rough. Three carry four plus, or don't carry at all, man. Come on. Carry I mean, at two. this point, yeah, basically, it's just kinda. I mean, really, but uh, that's okay. 
Next up, Alex the Enchanter asks, The new Pet Avengers comic, Unleashed, seems to be off to a good start, and it makes me wish the keyword got more love. What underrepresented team needs more love in hero clicks? Simeon, start. Oh, man. Uh, Serpent Society could use some some more love. Um, honestly, that's Sinister true. Syndicate could use some more love. Um, Defenders has been severely oh, man. lacking. Defenders, yeah. And then uh, when we were looking at that new man thing from uh, Wheels of Vengeance, the Legion of Monsters sub-theme has literally had, like, in the last probably seven years has had a total of four characters made. And before that, like Damn, it was literally just is. the, the amazing Spider-Man set. That's the only so, like, th- like set that actually gave them anything. Cause after that, it was like one character in fear itself, one character in guardians of the galaxy, one character in Deadpool and the X-Force, one character in Avengers defenders war. So yeah, it's like, that Legion of Monsters, if they're going to keep making those kind of characters, which obviously this new man thing has that keyword. Uh, right, Midnight of course. Suns. They just made a new video game based on the Midnight Suns, and like we don't have a <laughs> solid, actual, modern Midnight Suns team where it's like, here's your like Doctor Strange. Like a shifting focus, Doctor Strange is cool from ADW. Ah, oh, he's so awesome. We I have not gotten a Doctor Strange that can do all the things since then. And we like, That is true. The newest one is good at what he does, um, but he doesn't have that keyword. The the one from Beyond Amazing is good, but he's he's expensive. Uh yeah. yeah. Got that blade with the rally six where he just doesn't ever die if he oh, has he's a six so awesome. on him. That's kind that of that blade cool. is so so annoying when you play against him. So he's, awesome when you play him. If you could like if you were playing in War of the Realms Battle Royals somehow and you just got like past two of those blades, you're just like half your team's just never dying. Yeah. No one's ever you're scoring. Doing, you're that. good. You're living forever. So the keywords I say that definitely need some help are invaders. We are going to lose almost all of our invaders that aren't just Bucky and Captain America. Uh, no, wait, let me check. Yeah, we're going to lose all of our invaders that aren't Bucky and Captain America. And even then, that was just Namor and Human Torch. So it's Jeez. kind of rough to see our invaders go. I would love to see some invaders. On the DC side of things, I would love to see more Suicide Squad. We have very little. And I know we're getting Polka Dot Man. Um, and we have Peacemaker, but it's still so little Suicide yeah. Squad members. I would like to see some more. I would like to make it feel like it is a, a team ability that's used. The Justice Society of America, the JSA, could use a few more Justice Society pieces. Shout out Freedom Fighters as well for Uncle Sam. Could use could use that. I'd love some of that. Also, th- shout out one more DC one, the Outsiders. But the cool outsiders, not Red Hood and his band of misfits. Um, I'm sure that's fine, but he's that's not my outsiders. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. Guardians of the Galaxy is really hurting right now. We just talked about that. And then a keyword that I would love if it existed, slash a team that isn't necessarily a keyword, but we still don't have this full team, 
is the Captain America Corps. Yep, that's right. I got to mention the Captain America Corps yet again on another episode. Oh, my gosh. We still need American Dream, and we still need Isaiah Bradley's great-great-grandson. His name's just Commander America, by the way. So that's I, I looked it up. I looked it up between episodes. It's called character growth. So we still need – We still it should be a keyword. Give it to every Captain America ally before people say – we don't get enough. We actually do. There's actually an insane amount of Captain America allies that don't also have the soldier keyword that should be able to be played together, but aren't able to play together. And it's so sad. You spider people don't understand. You don't understand how nice it is. Come on, please. Anyways, that groveling is over. I think we all said a lot of keywords that definitely need some help. So let's see. Hopefully, hopefully we get more love in the future. I don't know. We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the whole episode. That's what we got for you. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. If you did, think about supporting us on Patreon. I already did the plug for that like 20 minutes ago, so just go back if you really want to do it again. Link in the description to our Patreon if you want to join and help support the show. If you want to support the show without financial aid, please leave a review for the show. It's a huge help. It lets more people see that, hey, this is a quality HeroClix podcast. So leave a five-star review on iTunes or leave whatever review you think is fair for us. It's it's cool. We'll just, we'll just take a review at this point, honestly. iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, wherever you can leave a review, wherever you listen to this podcast. And, of course, if you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure to go and do that. That is also a huge help with supporting Dial H for HeroClix. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the videos, hit that bell notification, comment on the videos whenever you think of a fun thing to comment on and like always guys thank you so much for your support simeon how else can they support dial h for hero clicks oh they can do it a lot of ways they can support us by supporting those who support us so they can go to coolstuffinc.com and use code dial five to save five percent off of their orders and then cool stuff inc has the coolest stuff including the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. I mostly buy board games at, from them at this point, but they also have kind of pretty good single prices. And then if you want to go direct to the source, you can go to shop.wizkids.com and use Dial H10 to save 10% off of HeroClix orders, not including Iconics or specialty marquee figures. But yeah, use code Dial H. 10 and you'll get 10% off of like bricks and stuff like that at that store and yeah if supporting them will support us if you don't want to go to any of those stores you can still just go to our YouTube comment like subscribe hang out and you get free stuff by doing most of that we do a lot of free giveaways on our YouTube so just by hanging out in our YouTube commenting and subscribing and being a part of our little group you will get free stuff most of the time not always it's kind of a raffle system but you at least get entered and yeah if you don't want to pay for anything that's the free way to do you know the bare minimum and you still get stuff for it so it's kind of cool and like always happy trails and remember, we'll see you at World September 13th Wednesday night, the Dial H welcome event. Be there, be there, be there. Be there, be there, be there. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like 100? That's how numbers work. Over oh, yeah. six oh, people yeah. think I am funny. I'm your Captain America. That was just you in a costume. Well, the rest of this case uh, doesn't matter at all. I'm from Canada. Canada. It's not Canada. Yeah, my bones.
you're not around, you'll be square. Calder will be doing his uh, Cirque du Soleil ribbon dancing where he hangs suspended 30 feet in the air by ribbons attached to his ankles and slowly descends via dance. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do that, I guess, I, I guess. I don't know if the ceilings are that high, but... They're pretty high. They're probably that high. 20 feet? Yeah. If you started from the top... 20 feet. They're definitely 20 feet high. Started from the they're top. They're way more than 20 feet. Started from the top, now now we're here. Yeah. Oh, boy. That means it's only <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> now we're here being like, you you can't, You eventually got to the ground. We're not going to say oh, yes, but... of course. I'm safe. Yeah, I'm safe. Yeah, safe. Totally. Yeah, you got to the ground safely. Spectacular. Everyone clapped, I'm sure. 